Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. And today on the podcast, we've Owen Flanagan. So I'm just going to bring it over to you for a minute, Owen. Just a brief introduction for anyone that doesn't know who you are. How are we, guys? My name's Owen. I'm from Galway, just opposite side to where Ian and lives in Galway. I'm an online coach and mainly work with men. But um, my whole focus on fitness and that will be around mental health aspects of things as well as changing people's habits around the way they eat and the way they think about fitness in general and their health. Um, but yeah, between Ian and I know each other, I think, was it last lockdown? Start of lockdown? Start of last lockdown, I think, yeah. 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 So I think so. Full year now, we know each other. Well, actually, I haven't met like, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, not social yet. media not now yet. is a, is a great the, influence on it. Yeah, especially when on the other side of the world now. Um, yeah, yeah, so that that's cool. So for anyone that, that doesn't know, Owen is uh, is an online trainer like myself as well, and just focuses on mainly men, as he said. Um, what what's like the main reason then you kind of first got into the gym or fitness at all? Well, the main reason. Like I used to go to the gym when I was younger, um, but never, never any plan or any goal around that. I just basically went for the sake of going, you know, the old bicep curls in front of the mirror, sort of a job, <laughs> getting the yeah, pump. Yeah. It was uh, as any stereotypical lad, like when they're younger, having a clue what they're doing, just go in, train upper body and don't train legs. But um, like my whole aspects of approach to training was from mental health. Like I used to suffer big time with depression when I was uh, in my teenage years because um, I used to suffer acne quite a bit like and it knocked me confidence and just like I suffered that mainly and the gym was an outlet to get away from that and boost my energy and stuff like I used to play football all the way up till I was 19 and I think it was 2000 and f- May 2015 I was working full time in like a paint factory so I was making like paint samples for like companies like P&G and big companies like yeah. Fleetwood all of these companies and um, I got let go because uh, work was drying up or whatever so the same day I got let go was the same day I played my last game of football <laughs> because remember uh, that day? <laughs> yeah I remember that day well um, like that evening got let go that day and the Friday that evening I played a game of football against their local rivals in the champ- first game of the championship and uh, went to pick up the ball anyway. And next thing, a lad I knew came in with his foot and kicked my hand, absolutely obliterated to bits. So it broke like my pinky in three places, broke the finger beside that in two, and broke my middle finger and basically cracked it at the knuckle and broke it. So lost the job, <laughs> broke my hand <laughs> to bits. Um, so yeah, it was about eight, I think eight to 10 weeks um, out of work and doing, getting after the surgery, getting rehab. I had to get a steel rod into some of the fingers to straighten them out and it was up and down from Merlin Park and Galway which is like the, the main place where you go when you break your break and your bone yeah. your body around this side of the country but um, yeah that was fun so I couldn't drive couldn't do anything couldn't play football and uh, yeah the summer wasn't too great because here it would be raining 90% of the summer most of the time anyway but uh, yeah then after that like I got working in Aldi and started in Aldi then around October but I was in college before that like I started like when I was younger around from the age of 17 like I was big into music and things like that and mm-hmm. I went into the, the whole aspect of like producing music and uh, DJing and that so I did that for like four to five years but um, I was in college for that in GTI in Galway so it was like an technology college like institute 
um, basically like a PLC course, so it's to, the course to get you into higher level in college. Um, but I was in there for about two months and had like a mental breakdown, like just just the week before my birthday, I think it was. And um, I was out one night with my friends and like I, my head was just fried. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be out drinking. Mm. Just everything just came down at once. And um, I attempted to commit suicide like that, that night, like. So I just le- left everyone, and um, I don't know if you know Dominic Street. Yeah, Do you know yeah, where the yeah. supermax there, the canal, the bridge, and the canal. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we went down there and topped up on the bridge, and I say, ten seconds away from jumping in, only for someone um, shout at me like to say what the fuck was that like. So basically, got down, just shut up bawling my eyes out and I ran straight back to the apartment down in Lower Dominic Street like and just, just rang my sister my sister was out with us like and I just fucking just basically blurted out down the line crying like mad and then she like she rang me with friends and all my friends like I was living with three of my mates at the time yeah. and um, like Jesus that was just the turning stone for everything for me mentally like and then um, applied for Aldi like at the summer before I went to college but I never heard anything back until around end of October, middle of October. It was actually after this happened. I think it was the, the, the week after I got a phone call and had the interview and I started there then started November 2015. And then from all the years I was there, I worked my way up into the management side of things. And like, I didn't really train or anything because I stopped playing football and basically work was the, my let go from everything else. Like, so kept me going the last four or five years and then got back into training then around I'd say summer 2018 but like I wanted to take it a bit more serious so like I got on to Dan uh, Dan was my coach now like um, like I w- he had a membership site at the time I signed mm-hmm. up to that I think it was like December November December and he was just stopping it because he had many people using it at the time. But um, I think I was one of three people that were using it, like two of his family members and myself. Okay. And he just messaged me saying that he was closing it down. And then like it was from there really that I got back into fitness and here now ever since. And then I left Aldi then, um, 2019, just before, December 2019, just before COVID came in. And went fully changed my job. Cause I was so unhappy, like when in Aldi, like the five years, like it was it was fine starting off, but yeah. it just got to a point like I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life. Because mm-hmm. like when I was in school, I was always mad into like health and fitness and music and things like that, which I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go in. Like any time you'd mentioned that um, I wanted to do something like in health and fitness in college, like everyone was like, "She'll make no money in that. You're not going to make a living out of that. Why would you do that? Why don't you just become an engineer, a mechanic, a doctor, all these things?" Like stereotypical mm-hmm. job that most people in Ireland do become like something like labor like you'll have that you'll have that for life and things like that that's the skill and things like this and uh, like then start learning how to play the guitar and things like that learn how to play the drums and it's like I to play the drums and how to maybe make music and things like that but it wasn't the direction I wanted to go and um, so basically like in I said it to Dan the thing was like somewhere 2019 I was like I'm leaving I'm leaving Aldi this year and and that's it and I'm going sign up for a person's training course and like that's having him there was having me accountable like I said that so I was going to commit to it and that was yeah. it so like I wrote down the date I was like I'm going to quit before 
Um, like, yeah. like I'm going to leave my job before the end of the year. But I started up and did the personal training course in September. And like the more I was do, more I did the course, I was working say five, six days a week sometimes. I was doing the course two days a week. So some days I'd have to go up, do the course. So be up and go away from 10 o'clock to four. And then I might have to work that evening then at say six or seven till like 11 or 12 that night. So like it was just getting too much. I was like, I wanted to focus on this instead of having so many other things aspects in my life to focus on so basically gave me my notice uh start of december and i was gone by 15th of december 2019 and completed the course then in january and here ever since and loving it and glad i took the decision to make the leap of faith that's uh that's some some story anyways a lot of things i can i can touch on there and talk about um but like there's a lot of parallels as well between myself and yourself I think like I I, I don't know if I talked about on this before but I talked about depression anxiety and stuff but I think a lot of that for me was I had really really bad acne and if anyone knows yeah. me when I was 14 15 they they would agree or maybe they forgot but because I have no scars or anything but it was so so bad um, mm. and I suppose if you don't have it you don't understand how, how it is because you, it, you it's something you're constantly conscious of and yeah. You know that people are looking at you, and they are, whether or not they say they are. You know, it's the same if you have something a bit strange, or you know, if maybe you have a disability or something. People are definitely going to look, but that causes a lot of insecurities then, and that knocked my confidence, and then that led to kind of both bullying and then depression and anxiety and just a host of other things. But I think the acne really knocked the confidence, and that's something that people don't really talk about enough. I don't think. Um, mm, definitely. But the thing thing with it is, is it's just that usually, like I'd say, if anyone's listening and they are kind of in the teenagers, acne is fairly normal in, in teenage years and all you can do is try to not kind of aggravate it, drink a lot of water, you know, stay hydrated and get some professional help with it if you need to, if it's very bad, but it does does pass, but you know. Um yeah. with the um with the I suppose I call it an incident, um the night out yeah. with the, the <laughs> I don't the mind breakdown and that, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I just don't I, want to I'm keep sure, I'm over it now like because it was just the like the part of my life where things like between losing my yeah. job and then not knowing where to take the next direction and things just all it all just came yeah falling down I suppose and that moment of time and I just like I was basically just going to college for the sake of going to college because my friends were going to college and no one else is going to be home so I was like the job is gone um, I was applying for jobs left, right, and center, and getting nothing. So then I was yeah. like, "Gosh, geez, I just I just enrolled in the sake of this PLC course, like it was music producing and technology." Um, yeah. But like, it wasn't like what I was learning was stuff I already knew. So mm-hmm. I was like, "This is a waste of time." Like, and basically, like I was so into my fitness and my training, but it took a back it took a back leap when um, like I broke my hand that time. And um, like work took the main center stage from that. Like I was working after injury my hand, like in the bog and things like that. As the usual Irish lad in the West Ireland would be at. Like cows home. and stuff. Like cows, yeah. Raising walls. Cutting the lawn, cutting the lawn, painting the walls. <laughs> All the stuff that to come along with that. Like, but um, yeah, the summer fitness and that took the back, back burner, I suppose. And um then like it just it all came down crashing down then that day like and from there then just 
things took a turned over like just got that episode out of me and that's why I'm so focused like and having the mindset to change but be willing to change as well you know like happiness yeah. your your own happiness is a big factor and a lot of the things you do like you have the choice whether to look at things differently like no one's going yeah. to force you force you to do something like they can they can say to you oh it's going to be a waste of time blah 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 but they don't actually know it themselves so yeah I, th- I think a lot of people like try to give advice about things they don't know yeah which can be can be quite frustrating like you try to get an opinion of someone like oh this is bad for you this is good for you blah, blah, blah. like same things like with food like especially in the line of work where you do like someone will say oh eating too much of that is bad for you you shouldn't be eating this and uh, that's good for you and things like that and they don't actually yeah. have the knowledge around the knowledge yeah, around yeah. it like you know which is a big factor i think when it comes to people's nutrition as well as strength yeah definitely um i was just going to ask with it what do you think kind of caused caused it but i think you kind of covered that it was just a build-up of everything like and yeah like you said not knowing what direction you had it had in life and what i think it sounds like yeah. there was no kind of purpose there and i think that's something important that everyone yeah, needs does exactly what i don't kind of they don't kind of uh look for that often enough um well, it's something I felt myself like not not to that extent, but the lack of purpose when the pandemic hit first. We're not going to talk about the pandemic on this today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when that hit first, like I lost my job basically in a matter of weeks. And well, I I was I stopped and then came back and then ended up losing my job because there was no work there for me. And whatever business plans are changing in the gym and stuff, and just found myself kind of really, really like down in the dumps. Even though I had a few online clients and that, I just was kind of like, what the fuck am I doing? Like what, like mm. you know, everything just came crashing down because I had spent so long building up something. Um, but it was only when I was talking to someone, he's another PT as well. Andy's his name. Um, I've had him on the podcast. I was talking to him and he said, you know, it sounds like, it sounds like you're like lacking purpose. And also it's, it's, it sounds like heartache. So it's when you yeah. and heartache isn't just something that you can experience with a relationship. It can be, you know, if you had if you had put your time and energy and and stuff into like a job and then it goes, then mm. you can you can feel heartache from that as well. Um, mm. But it's just it's just something important like to to know that if you suppose if you rely on things too much and then they go from you, you can feel fairly shitty and all. Yeah, that. comes crashing down. Yeah, your your purpose I think is super important, and people don't kind of explore it enough. Like, and and as well as w- what you're saying there, like you know, with people kind of, you know, saying, "Ah, oh, would you not do a re- get a real job?" Or you know, they, this kind of yeah. it's, it's yeah. especially a stereotypical Irish kind of things that you hear when you say, "I'm yeah. going to do something that's not the status quo or the norm." Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, if you enjoy that kind of work, and like you said, you enjoyed music, you enjoyed fitness, you explore them kind of avenues. If you hadn't and you stayed in Aldi and that, that would have been dre- detrimental to your health. Yeah. Oh, the regret someone else, like. someone else might absolutely love working in Aldi and everything that comes with it and not having to worry about fucking, you know, everything that we have to worry about in our jobs. Um, yeah, you know, so exactly. there's nothing wrong with that. It's to find something you enjoy um, and find some sort of something you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, and I, I was actually in, G- I went to GTI as well, so I was kind of laughing there. Um, <laughs> no way. <laughs> and I did, uh, I did a fitness, uh, was it the fitness instruction and PT course? Um, yeah. But it was basically just a fitness course. There was no PT part of it because mm. they didn't have the numbers or something. So then I went on and did image fitness as well. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got my PT quali- qualification from there. But like that as well, with, it, with 
GTR, I think it's a grand stepping stone and maybe gives you a bit of time to think in that. But mm. yeah, it's very, very basic from what I can gather anyway. Um, yeah. Just but it's like whole... anything though. This, yeah, but it's like anything. There's so many different courses and outlets there that you can learn from. Like, um, I know if I was talking to you two or three years ago, if I knew you, you wouldn't have a clue about muscle mentors or about digestion no. or you know female physiology or I any of these I things. I'd have the basic knowledge, like, you know, I'd yeah. have a basic knowledge, but I wouldn't have the, as much knowledge as I have nowadays. Like, yeah, but there is so many different kind of courses there, and people can continuously upskill now online, especially. So it's it's just really really good. Like, mm. um, so yeah, how how are you kind of how are you how did you find the how did you find your mental health with the pandemic? Did it suffer at all, or did things kind of change for you? Or, well, like at the start, probably got probably got hit a bit. Like I think um, this whole aspect of the old PlayStation came into come into play. Yeah, you feel like a lot of my mates bit were like, of, bit oh, of Warzone. Oh, yeah, a lot of Warzone, <laughs> a lot of Warzone. Like some days, it basically you get up, you'd be on the PlayStation, and it could be it's it'd be like a job. You'd be on it for eight hours, like, and then you'd be like, Jesus. I need to eat, like, and it just affected everything because, like, I was like, oh, to go train now in the garden, do a few walking lunges and a few squats, and yeah. it was it just wasn't appealing, like, at all because, um, like, the, the gym aspect of things, like, it's just to get out of the house, really, and you have your own space to, like, let go and think and look after yourself because, um, like, it's, it can be very hard to get into the mindset and the frame of mind to train like at home, especially if you're training in your bedroom or like you're in a small apartment, like in then the cost of equipment as well. If you don't have the equipment, um, like it's very like, that's where you'd, that's where you'd, um, you'd miss the gym and people would be like, Oh Jesus, that's awful dear to play what a 40 or 50 or whatever it is a month to have access to all the equipment. But I think it really opened up people's minds, um, the hidden During cost. the pandemic hit, like yeah, like for some, like for a set of dumbbells that were a kilo, people were like, Jesus, that's what eighty ninety quid. What's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> and double the their membership for the month. Yeah. yeah, and then they'd be giving out about resistance bands. The next thing, a month later, it's like, Jesus, I've made serious progress with these now. <laughs> yeah, it just opens like people, um, like some people are very close-minded when it comes to things like that. You have to be willing, you have to be open-minded when it comes to learning and things and fitness, like because. Like things there three two or three years ago that happened say this year now because the pandemic hit like I wouldn't have ever thought of like ash I wouldn't be using resistance bands they're a waste of time things like that but like I've made a lot of progress now from resistance bands mainly in the last while because gyms were closed yeah. um like training like doing like isometric holes and things like that especially from my chest and that I was doing a lot of castle flies and sternum flies doing like holes and doing AMRAPs and everything just to absolutely failure like as much as I could like but um yeah so like after the lockdown first lockdown I just kind of like oh great freedom like go out now meet a few of my mates and went out doing a bit of hiking bit of, like having an old barbecue and things the next thing now, the second one came I think it probably hit me more because I was like fucking hell is after getting into the gym getting back into a routine yeah yeah and to go back into these fucking resistance bands again <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not having this. I'm not having this. So within six weeks, like I said, they were the toughest six weeks now. But um, yeah, after that, then like my whole mindset just changed. I was like, Do you know what? I have to waste all that time when I could have made some serious progress. 
and just using excuses, using the pandemic as an excuse and using like whatever the weather or whatever I was using as an excuse. And that just flipped my switch. And ever since that, then I've just been focused in my training and getting, getting my business up and running as well. And yeah. um, keeping all sides, keeping my happiness intact as well. Like, you know, because I find that that has changed more so over the last few years than Anthony really. Well, my physique a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely not the but small yeah. skinny fella I used to be two years ago. Yeah. That helps anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think you kind of mentioned it twice there about kind of like perspective, like like perspective around happiness. Sure, some people wake up and they don't feel happy and things, but if you mm-hmm. think, you know, today's going to be a shit day, chances are it's probably going to be a shit day. And yeah. the opposite is true. If you think, you know, I'm going to have a good day, you know, I might feel shit today, it's going to be good and this week would be better than last week. You're, you're already kind of setting yourself up for success. Um, and then the same is true for the likes of like home training. You can be like, oh, for fuck's sake, not to go and fucking use water bottles or, you know, light dumbbells or whatever yeah. it is. You can look at it like, oh, I have to do that. Or you can say, no, I get to do this. Like there's people in the world that can't afford these things. There's people in the world that don't have the knowledge to train. There's people in the world that don't have the knowledge to take care of themselves. Um, you know, so it's all, it all comes down to kind of attitude and perspective, how you see the things. And like you said, you can decide to take advantage of all that time off, which I massively did. First lockdown, like yourself, uh, kind of fell out of routine, took it as a, yes, I'm off work, fucking happy days, COVID payment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like delighted. And then, you know, back into routine again, starting to build things up. And then it came crashing down again. You're like, ah, shite. And then, you, you know, I just made the decision, okay, I can use this and, you know, piss it away or I can make some you know big changes here and that's where I turned my business around um you know started working with a coach myself as well the start of what is it, mm. October time maybe or so and I've been working with him since you know enrolled in a nutrition course or not nutrition course enrolled in muscle mentors in a business course and you know all of these things that I can do now because of lockdown and then you know move to Spain now as well this is the first podcast from Mar- Marbella but I, I wouldn't have been able to move there this time last year you know, whereas I kind of took advantage of that I'm working completely online. I don't have a whole lot of responsibilities in Ireland at the minute. Um, you know, and there's a lot of opportunities that are out there that people just maybe just they're not seeing because they're like that, like you're saying, they're the kind of closed mind minded. And I think a lot of Irish people are, and I don't mean that in an ignorant, ignorant way, just it's it's a very like I, I think this because this person said this, and it is a lot, yeah, yeah it's a lot to do with how he brought up. Like you're yeah. told, you know, you'll get a you'll get a flu if your if your head's wet going to bed. Now I don't know if yeah. there's any scientific basis behind that, but every <laughs> Irish person in the country believes that to be true because their mother told yeah. them. There's yeah. a woman down in Ackle now, and she got fucking hypothermic. And she went to bed with a wet head. <laughs> Maybe down the road, we're down the rain for ten minutes, and now she's hypothermic because you know what? Yeah, exactly. And then you'd be like, "Oh, geez, I can't go with the rain now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it's a belief that you just have for so long. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't be afraid to question things and also be a bit open. Like, like I think you have something to learn from everyone and from everything as well. Like, you know, mm. um, that's something I've really learned myself the last while. And I'll go into everything, like, you know, even this podcast and stuff. I'm not going in here thinking I know more than you or I'm more advanced than you. I'm going in here to try to learn from you and in, in the hopes of doing so, then the listeners will learn from me and from you. And then, you know, everyone's happy and everyone's learning and progressing, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. So, what what would what do you kind of do 
is there things you do on a day-to-day basis to kind of keep your your happiness and you know mental health in check oh definitely i'd say like i used to be extremely bad now i'd say was um like not having really a, a fixed routine and things like that mm-hmm. so like what i found a massive change is having a routine in the morning because like if, like whatever it is when you the morning starts off good the rest of your day is going to be good like because yeah. if you go in and you're there on your phone say you wake up in the morning you're there scrolling through fucking instagram or facebook and you're just watching all these videos and stuff. And next thing, an hour's gone by and you're still in bed and your son's outside when you could be out getting a bit of fresh air, going out for a walk, listening to a podcast, learning on, on the go. Like, like yeah. what I find um, a big thing that I started doing um, about um, what was it, last, last summer, like anywhere I was driving, I used to stick on a podcast on the car and the Bluetooth, like, and uh, like you'd be constantly learning on the go. I like to call it like a library on wheels. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> so I found that That's a great, great help. Like, yeah, learning learn, learn things. So um, like morning routine, I found a huge, huge, huge difference. And uh, how my mindset has changed. Like I get up and make sure I get outside for at least 10 to 15 minutes every morning. Like I wouldn't have yeah. a coffee. Could read for 10 or 15 minutes. And now at the moment, like I get up, have a coffee, uh, get outside and I could read for about five, 10 minutes. And then I would hop on the bike here and do a bit of cardio. And yeah. like, then you feel, you feel ready to attack yeah. the day after that. Like, and then wash up, whatever, go and have a, do a bit of work, eat, train, keep the day going. Like I find like having a routine and planning out your, like planning out the day, basically things ahead. So like planning out my day, the, the night before like journaling writing down things like what's affecting you how how well the day went beforehand and things like that um just taking then things into consideration it's just like oh it really gives you like more clarity and purpose in how you're attacking your day like um but yeah that found like having a routine is a huge huge thing not being on the phone straight away in the morning like having yeah. the phone the opposite side of the room and I'd, I'd leave yeah. it there like only reason it'd be there is if like it'd wake me up and I'd get up then because I'd have to go across and turn it off or like it'd be raining yeah, for the next yeah. hour or whatever for staying in bed. Like, but um, between that now and like using like um, it's like the screen, what's it called? Turn off screen or screen. Do not disturb, is it? Yeah, do not disturb. So yeah, I'd have yeah. that on from like on. Eight, eight o'clock in the evening to nine o'clock in the morning. So I wouldn't look at the phone till about nine o'clock, half nine, and get back to clients and stuff like that from there. Because, like, just find like having time to yourself in the morning instead of being focused on everything else that's going on around you, you'll have a lot more clarity in what you want to do with the day and how you're going to attack the day. Like, exactly, yeah. There's a thing, uh, Matthew McConaughey says, check in with yourself before you check in with the world, you know. Mm. So, it's something I, I, I've always been kind of an advocate of without even realizing it. I just don't like the idea of waking up fucking one eye open one eye closed you grab the phone and next thing you're yeah. looking at one of your friends yeah. what she just bought or whatever it might be something random on facebook or youtube or instagram mm-hmm. or social media um even if you just give yourself five minutes like you can kind of think and see how you feel and ask yourself what do i want to do today or what do i need to do mm-hmm. or you know what what can i do today to make it a bit better than than yesterday or whatever you know something small like that but definitely yeah morning routine as well is super helpful um journaling kind of the night before like you said as well and having more kind of clarity and purpose i think 
yeah. would help everyone, Definitely. even if you're not struggling with the mental side of things. If you want to achieve goals, they're all super important. Like and like you said, it can be five, ten minutes. It doesn't have to be three hours every morning going for a jog. Like yeah, you yeah. literally walk out, let the dog shy in the grass and come back in again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> five or ten minutes. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. Like <laughs> funny that you mentioned it. Like I get up I get up with the dog be downstairs, like and she like she really wouldn't be into herself now probably about eight or nine eight or nine o'clock of the day. Like if you came down and say six o'clock and she'd she'd hear you, she'd get up over the bed and she'd be there stretching and yawning and the next thing she'd look at the door and she'd like, Oh, that's just you and it goes back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd go out then and I'd drink the coffee and then like if I went outside they'd close the door, she'd be up like there's a glass pen or a door at the back and she'd just she'd stand up and she'd be looking out, she'd be wondering where I'm going. She's like, Are you going for a walk now or what's going on? Are you leaving me here? <laughs> So like um, if I, she'd come out with me, and I'd probably play for her for five or ten minutes as well in the morning, depending on uh, depending on the weather. Yeah, because if I get in shite, otherwise if I brought her back in, she absolutely drowned it. Yeah, destroyed the house. But um, yeah, the dog does help. The dog does help. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I, I'm missing my dog now. I haven't seen her in two weeks. But uh, yeah. she's the same. But if I got up, let's just say if I got up at four a.m., which I don't. I got up at 4 a.m. and she saw me, she would jump straight out of bed and she'd be ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what time of day it is, she's just nuts. Like, she just wants to go all the time, just wants to be left out, wants to be with you all the time. Like, oh, sure, man. Our dog, she's pure nuts. Like, she, um, yeah. We could go out there, like, and next thing she could see a crow in the grass and she, she, she just stop. And she, the minute it moves in, she absolutely, I, she's like a cheetah, like, she just sprints. Yeah, full on sprints. There's no control. Just hates birds, like she hates birds. <laughs> Whatever it is, like the swallows after moving into the shade there, and she knows they're there, and she's just there growling at them. Like, I go daft, like. But uh, I suppose that's that's what keeps her entertained. Like when she's doing nothing else. That's yeah. That's that's part of her routine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what what with your kind of training now at the minute? How is that going? And what are you kind of training for? And so I I have a fair idea, but probably anyone listening doesn't. But just might be kind of interesting so back in what is it now or in May back just before January um, around Christmas time I mentioned to Dan that um, I wanted to push myself get out of my comfort zone a bit mm-hmm. and I mentioned to him with the, the prospect of uh, a photo shoot and uh, I think it kind of caught him off guard but because I don't think you <laughs> think I would be going into that sort of thing but I was like I was thinking about it and I was like, just to get out and f- get uncomfortable being in yeah. front of the camera with my clothes off and stuff because I think by doing that, it's going to allow me to grow a bit more um, within myself as well as helping my own business and things like that. Like leading from the front basically for clients, like to show them mm-hmm. like it is possible. I'm not just saying it for the sake of saying it that, oh, I can lose weight, but not actually showing people how to go about like that I could do it myself. Yeah. Um, but like having Dan there holding me accountable for calling me up in bullshit, basically. So saying you're going to do something, but you don't follow through on it. And then you'll be, you'll be there like, oh, fuck, I said that now, but then I didn't do it. So you'd be feeling, you'd be feeling sorry for yourself. Like, but uh, he keeps me in check and that's what keeps me going. But um, into the cut now and I have another four weeks to go. So the photo shoot on the 13th of June, Sunday the 13th of June. Um, so things are going well, down 20 two pounds so losing around about two pounds two pounds a week yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot of weight like the last quote and I did was back 
2019 with Dan, like I started with him in uh, it was January 2019. And that course went to, uh, was it around, I think it went into the start, so it was at the end of January. The course lasted about 12 weeks, but by the 10 week mark, I had lost, I think it was, I was 65.4 kilo when I started and I dropped down as far as 60 kilo. Hmm. So I lost about five kilo. So this one's a lot more substantial this time. Oh, a lot, a lot, a lot more clarity and purpose towards this one, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason behind this one, and uh, the other one was just for the sake of getting in to see how Lena could get, but um, also getting back into a routine of fitness and that. Um, and then at the minute, like, what's your kind of training looking like, and what's your food looking like, and well, how how, how much has that changed over the last few months? Like in the last, I, I know two myself months. kind of how it works, but. Um, I'd say there'd be, I even have two clients now that are getting ready for a photo shoot and they'd have mm. a fair idea, but it just, That's you never know, like someone might just listen to it and be like, fuck it, I want to fucking, do. I'm, I'm doing a photo shoot myself as well, I'm about 12 weeks away, oh, yeah. roughly, roughly. Um, I, I get, you kept myself, that quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well I had to give myself uh, extra time. I've actually also. two, I've one booked, I've one booked for 30th of June, one booked for the end of July. Oh yeah? But the <laughs> one the end of July is more of a professional Professional one now than getting yeah, the kit yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, um, I what what I'm doing is I I've been losing weight since January, but I've always had it in my mind to do photo shoot because I did one in 2000 and I think it was 19. Um, mm. That's the last time I've gotten very lean and over the last sort of accumulated a lot of fat, a lot more fat than I'd want to. Um, yeah. But I'm roughly saying 12 weeks is not set in stone at all. But that's kind of what I'm aiming towards. But just mm. with you and your training and food, how is that going and how has that changed over the last while to give people an, an idea of what's involved? Do you want to get like, there's a difference between losing weight and, and having, you know, some abs kind of shown and getting yeah. fucking photo shoot, photo mm. shoot lean. Like. like for like general population, people like they just want to lose a bit of weight, like lose a bit of the love handles and things like that. But like for myself now, I'm trying to get probably as lean as possible so I'm really pushing myself at the moment so I'm training five days a week um, so I train chest and back twice a week and delts, delts and arms twice a week and one full session of legs so I'm trying to build my build up my top shelf basically so my chest and my arms and all that a bit more because my legs kind of took over there for a while and yeah. uh, <laughs> the quads were out of proportion to the rest of the body I'm so um, yeah 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 <laughs> Whatever it is, they it must grow. be something in the Nothing, yeah. it's something in the Irish water. I don't know. Quads just grow. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, uh, <laughs> the the grass fed cows. The good old the good old quality meat that we get at home. <laughs> yeah, I think if everything else could keep up in line with the quads, I'd be a fairly happy lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll stop. But um, like now in the last two days, like the calories are after dropping a good bit because they're going into into a digging phase now at the moment. So. Like I started off, um, I was on three three thousand calories at the start. So the gradually started dropping down, and I'm down to seventeen hundred and twenty five now at the moment. So like for anybody listening, that is just purposely for my goal. Like because oh that's awful yeah. low, but like it's not going to be for twelve weeks that I'm consuming seventeen hundred calories. It's yeah. basically get in, get out, get do what needs to be done, get as lean as possible, and get back. Start increasing the calories again, like. Yeah, and those numbers aren't numbers that you should follow or anything. Everyone's very individual, and if you are looking yeah. at 
getting super lean, then you definitely do need a good coach to kind of guide you, I think. It's not something I yeah. would ever do myself, even though I'm a coach. I know a lot about it. I've done it before. Um, mm. But you always want someone there as well with you to help you with it. And that is super low. But like you said, it's it's an unsustainable um, it's an unsustainable yeah. phase, like period of time to get you to where you want to be. And as you said, get in, yeah. get out. You're not planning on sticking to poverty or 1700 calories for the next year and no. feeling like shit because you will feel a bit low like energy will be all my gains will be respect. gone me the big quads yeah. be gone everything yeah. be gone. all the work yeah. I'm putting in <laughs> so it's not advisable to stick too low for too long anyway 1800 yeah. and on average where every kind of girl should be and I say that on average and that's not me telling you to eat that much yeah. but that's to give a rough rough uh, like idea everyone's, how everyone's low is yeah Exactly. Um, and then, so how many weeks are away are you now from the first one? Uh, four weeks. Four weeks? Jeez. Four yeah. weeks, yeah. Yeah. So you're doing weights? Five, you're doing weights five days a week, calories are low, you yeah. cardio as well? Yeah. Cardio, cardio every day. Um, starts off, I was doing 35 minutes, gone up to 50 now at the moment, and I said probably push up to 60 now come next week. So, yeah. Yeah, you just have really, to keep kind of pushing and yeah. pushing with the exercise and output and pulling with the calories. Yeah, my steps would be high. Like I'd get out in the morning and I'd make sure to get in like three to 4,000 steps just to start the day off because like yeah. train and then in between sets, like I'd be walking just to calculate the steps up, like to get them up. So like if it was resting between 90 seconds to two minutes, I'd make sure to, I'm walking around and not just sitting down trying to catch my breath. So like active yeah. recovery, like just keep moving. So it makes it easier then when it comes to the evening time that you're not trying to trying to catch up on all the steps like so like a 12,000 yeah. 12, 12, steps is my um target at the moment, but um I could hit anything between twelve to fifteen thousand in the day, um, yeah. But like, yes, that's that's the targets I'm it, we're going for, and that's the targets that are working at the moment, I know. Savage, best of luck with it, anyway. Um, thank you. I was meant to do one of the shoots, but I don't think I'll be home. <laughs> Do one do, I'll, send, I'll send the yeah. man shit to have a look at <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, but yeah anyway we'll wrap this up soon but would you have any advice for anyone uh, kind of starting you know starting back at the gym now maybe they either they've went and then lockdown came or they haven't went to the gym yet or they don't know what they're at but they're planning on going to the gym or maybe they're not they just know they need to do something any advice yeah. for anyone at all with gyms approaching essentially take it slow don't go all guns blazing straight off because been there, done that, and you'll cripple yourself for the full week. Yeah. <laughs> like the dams, the delayed on muscle soreness is it worth uh, going hammer and tongs at the first day you go back? Like you need to yeah. accumulate like the fatigue that'll set in. So you need to adjust the things that you were doing beforehand when you were training before and probably scale that down. Instead of doing like three working sets or two working sets, bring that down to maybe one. Just get your the feel for training again. Like get your form and execution back on point before you think of one loading up on any heavy machinery or going barbell squatting and like oh geez, I was doing 140 there for 10 reps beforehand, and then you decide to go straight back in again and then squat two or three, next thing bang, injure your quad, yeah. pull a muscle or something like that, and you're out then for six months or whatever it is. Exactly, yeah. That's definitely useful advice. Like what I did, because the gyms are open here when I came here about two weeks ago, all I, I did just full body for about three, four mm. days. The first two weeks, I just went, I really eased into it, but I did full body. So the first two or three sessions, 
I literally did between one to two sets on every exercise. I did something like, you know, a leg press, a chest press machine, lap pull down, maybe one or two more. That was it. One to two sets, yeah. max. You know, I knew I, I had been training the whole time at home as well, but my body wasn't used to that much resistance yeah, or that kind of exercises. And you have to ease yourself in and that's how you prevent injury and also just train smart. You don't want to train hard. You want to train smart. Yeah. yeah. Just get, to, get the feel for training in the gym again, like, you know getting back into get the atmosphere and absorbing everything in. Don't be, don't be trying to overwhelm yourself to, uh, yet yeah. you have to do too much because it will yeah, come back. Muscle, mem- muscle memory is a thing. Like, so like yeah. if you and take your time, be there in a few weeks. And where you, you have before. time as well. There's, there's no yeah. mad panic to, yeah. to get big arms by Friday. Give yourself a bit longer. <laughs> you know, yeah. Muscle, muscle takes time. It takes, it yeah. takes a lot of time. <laughs> a lot of years. That's solid. Um, Sure. Where can anyone find you if they want to? Anyone that's listening this far, if they want to find you anywhere, social media, uh, and Instagram. Find you in uh, Galway. Uh, find me in Galway. <laughs> yeah, you find me out busking or something, doing a bit of Irish <laughs> dancing <laughs> out in Shop Street. <laughs> but uh, you'll find me on Instagram at Owens Leet, so E O G H A N S E L I T E, or get me on Facebook at Owens Flanagan. And you can get me on Gmail at onflanagan at gmail.com. Perfect. Yeah, that's spot on. Thanks to anyone who's listened and hopefully you gained something valuable from myself or own. Um and like that if you want to hear more from them or you want to get in touch about coaching, just hit them up on one of them things. And if you liked it, share it to your story on Instagram and let us know or drop a review or something so we know. Thanks very much, man. We'll chat to you soon.